Good morning and happy Tuesday. Thank you for allowing us to enter into your home this morning. We are so glad that you're joining us and we hope that these next few minutes will be of encouragement to you straight from God's word. And I am so excited to be able to enter into your home virtually this morning and share God's word from Mark chapter 4, verses 35 through 41. My title for this short devotional is The Storm Silencer. And I, yep, you guessed it right. Jesus is our storm silencer. Whenever the storms of life comes, he is the one that says, peace, be still. And we're going to begin reading. So if you have your Bibles, Mark 4, 35 through 41 reads, like this. On that day when evening had come, he, Jesus, said to them, the crowd or the disciples, let us go across to the other side. And leaving the crowd, they took him with them in the boat, just as he was. And other boats were with him. And a great windstorm arose, and the waves were breaking into the boat, so that the boat was already filling. But he was in the stern, asleep on the cushion. And they woke him and said to him, Teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? In other translations, it says, Do you not care that we are drowning? Do you not care that we are about to die? And he awoke and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. He said to them, Why are you so afraid? Have you still no faith? And they were filled with great fear and said to one another, Who then is this that even the wind and the sea obey him? And when I first read this passage, I was able to connect with it because I understood why the disciples were afraid. I, it made sense to me as to why they were feeling fear in that moment. Because, you see, I'm also afraid of the ocean and I would also be feeling a bit panicked if I started seeing that my boat would start to sink because there was so much rain coming down and wind gushing back and forth. I cannot imagine being in the boat during that time with water filling up the boat and rising up to my knees and the winds that were so rough that I could barely see out into the ocean. It makes sense to me as to why the fishermen were afraid. It reminds me of a time when I thought I was drowning in a pool when I had just learned how to swim and I was yelling help and my sister had to come along and help me by stretching our hand and taking me pulling me up and at the moment I realized that I was able to actually touch the floor of the pool I just thought I was drowning so it made sense to me also why Jesus being in the boat during the storm was calm and he was asleep his head was laying on a cushion is what the word says I can imagine he was not without a worry why because Jesus is the keeper of our lives during a storm he knows when we are about to enter the storm. He knew that these disciples were going to enter into a storm the moment that he invited them to get on the boat with him and go to the other side. He, But he does not fret. So you see, God, the Lord knows that when storms come into our lives, he is not worried. He is not um, just, he is not fretting around or panicking because he is the keeper of our lives. It is the Lord who is our shelter. It is him who we come under the shadow of 
of his wings and finds shelter there. And he is the one that speaks stillness and calmness and peace when we are in a storm that we feel like we are drowning. We might feel like we are panicking. We might feel like the waves and the winds of life are just around us in so many different ways and we feel like we cannot have no control over it. But that's the point. We are not meant to be in control. The Lord is in control and he knows that when we enter a storm, he is the one to speak peace over our situation. But we need to invite him. It's interesting to read in verse 39, 38, the disciples woke up Jesus. Remember, he was asleep. The disciples had to wake him up and said, do you not care? that we are perishing, they had to invite Jesus into that moment of their storm for the Lord to show them that he is the one that brings peace into their storm. They had to invite the storm silencer into their lives for them to realize that this was more about them learning that they needed Jesus to come into their situation rather than them trying to figure out what to do. Previous in the same chapter, we find Jesus near the Lake of Galilee. And just, this is just to give us some context because it's interesting that before they even enter the situation, if you read Mark chapter 4, you're going to see that previous to these verses, 35, Jesus was teaching the crowds and the disciples different lessons that actually go along with what would help them in the middle of the storm. And I think it's applicable to our lives as well. In the same chapter, in that same day, actually, it it recounts that Jesus was teaching these lessons. And the first lesson that he taught was the parable of the sower. And when we read this parable, we can apply it to our lives. And what that's teaching us is that the word is sown and we are able to reap from the word, but we need to be mindful as to how we're receiving the word. We need to be those who are joyfully receiving the word and allowing the word of God to transform us, to teach us, to search us, so that when storms of life comes, we have the word of God in our minds, in our hearts, and the word of God is able to help us and transform us in the middle of the storm. Jesus also teaches about when we do not hide a lamp under a bowl or under a bed. And that reminds me of the lamp symbolizing the spirit being activated in our lives. We are the light of the world and we are not called to be like the world. We're not called to respond or react the way the world might be reacting when there is a pandemic or there is a stressful situation. Why? Because we have the Lord on our side. We have Jesus, the silencer of storms who is with us and promises to walk with us every step of the way. So we are those who are the light and we are not to conform to this world. And thirdly, Jesus also teaches the parable of the mustard seed in that same chapter of Mark chapter four. And what that's teaching us is that faith is needed in order to receive the word and believe God at his word. And I think that it's important that Jesus taught these three parables prior to the disciples being in the storm in the middle of the night inside of their bowl because Jesus was trying to teach them about the posture that these disciples and ourselves should have whenever we encounter the storms of life, whenever we encounter trials or difficulties. We are to, one, keep the word of God hidden in our hearts. Secondly, 
Let the spirit of God transform us so that we are not like the world. We're not living like the world, but we allow God's spirit to transform us and shape our Christian character in the middle of trial. We allow the test of life to refine our faith. And thirdly, we should have faith and use faith in the middle of the storm to help us and move forward even as we wait for God to answer. Even as we wait for God to show up in the middle of the storm, we must hold on to faith and know that if God said something to us and if there's storms of life coming by that seem to halt God's promises that seem to make us stay on make us be on a pause perhaps that we remember that God is not man that he should lie but he is a keeper of his word and what he says will come to pass it is necessary to also give and allow the spirit to move freely in our lives and to transform our way of thinking. Like, we, like I said previously, we're not to react the way that the world is reacting in fear or cowardice whenever there's a storm of life coming our way. And it's okay for us to feel emotions. I believe that the Lord welcomes our questionings. The Lord welcomes whenever we are um, having moments where we want to ask him questions and, and we're wrestling through our faith. The Lord welcomes that. He meets you where you are, but he also wants you to know that through storms of life, it is a great way for your, your faith to be shaped, for your Christian character to develop so that the fruit of the spirit is visible in your life and that through this test, you will have a testimony to share to the world. We should not step back whenever we are in the middle of the storm, but we should call out to Jesus, who is the one who is with us in the storm and who silences the storm. Again, the disciples were the ones who had to wake up Jesus and invite him to come and help them in the middle of the storm. So my question for you is this. If you are facing a storm right now, and I think the whole world right now is in what we can call a storm in this pandemic. And I think during this time, it is truly revealing where our faith is. But my question for you is, where are you in this storm? And where is God? Are you like the disciples who were fearful and at that moment asked the Lord, do you not care? The Lord cares for you. He cares for your heart. And he wants to let you know today that you can come to him with all of your worries, with your questions, with your troubles. And he is not going to scold you. He's not going to turn you aside. He's not going to push you away. He welcomes you and wants you to know him and experience him more than ever before through this season, through this storm of life. And you will see that your faith will grow if you persevere. So as we close out, I just want to end with this. My question is, what are you believing about God during the season? The disciples had to make that choice to call out to Jesus to be their helper. But they realized that they could not do it on their own. They could not depend on their resources. They had nothing within their reach that could stop that storm. But Jesus was in the boat and that was enough. Are you trusting in the Lord? Are you calling on the Lord when you face storms of life? Remember to call on him because he is our strength and our refuge and he will be with you in any time of need. I pray that this was a blessing for you. Thank you so much for joining us today and make sure you tune in tomorrow for our prayer night service at 7 p.m. If you have any prayer requests, you can let us know through our website or you can even send them now through the comments in this video and we will surely be praying with you and agreeing for God's perfect will to be accomplished. Thank you so much for joining us. We hope that you have a great rest of your week.
Goodbye.